Matthew 6.33 But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Thank you for listening and being a part of Seeking the Kingdom podcast. This is where we discuss biblical topics. God willing, we plan to have a new episode for you every Saturday morning. We pray that by listening to these podcast teachings, your faith would increase and that we would grow together as one in the body of Christ. God bless. Isaiah 64 verse 6 But we are all like an unclean thing, and all our righteousness are like filthy rags. We all fade as leaf, and our iniquities like the wind have taken us away. And there is no one who calls on your name, who stirs himself up to take hold of you. For you have hidden your face from us and have consumed us because of our iniquities. Praise the Lord and praise God. We want to thank you for listening to this episode of Seeking the Kingdom podcast. Tonight's episode is 119 for the glory of God. And tonight we're going to be talking about the breastplate of righteousness. And uh, we wanted to open up tonight's program in prayer. Uh, tonight we have our uh, brother Wally joining us. Wally, would you be kind enough and uh, open up tonight's program in prayer for us? Yes, let us pray. Amen. Father, we give you glory. We give you honor and praise, Mughadad. And Mughadad, we thank you for another opportunity, Mughadad, that we could share your word, Father. I pray right now, Mughadad, whoever is listening, Mughadad, that they would open their hearts to your word, Mughadad, in the name of Jesus, Mughadad. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, Mughadad, that Mughadad, they would accept your word, Mughadad, that it would fill them, Mughadad, in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, take over, Mughadad. Bless Whitey, Mughadad, anoint him, Mughadad, Saranel Chiwarba, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 God bless you, Whitey. Hey, uh, uh, Wally, I mean. God bless you, Wally. Whitey, before we get started, I know you was going to share, but I wanted to share a little bit on righteousness before we get into your message. Real quick, um, we wanted to talk about what is righteousness. And uh, the Google definition of righteousness, this is from the Oxford Languages. This is the Dictionary of the Oxford Language. It's the quality of being moral, okay? The quality of being morally right or justifiable, okay? I just want to make, uh, make you know, absolutely clear. The scripture that we read in Isaiah, guys, is stating that our righteousness is filthy in the eyes of God. And because of our sin, there was nothing that we could have do to be justified there was nothing that we could do that could make us morally right. It's only by the blood of Jesus that we are made righteous today. That's what makes us righteous. We are imputed with Jesus' righteousness for the glory of God. And we're going to get into that a little bit later. But I just wanted to open up the program with that, that we're not talking about self-righteousness tonight. We're talking about the righteousness of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, so that being said, uh, Whitey, the mic is all yours, brother. Amen. God bless you, Joshua. Uh, as we state every week, as we make sure the state it is always an honor and a privilege, and it's never to be taken lightly what we're doing here. We are sharing the infallible, holy word of God. And I thank God because tonight I've been given the opportunity to share on righteousness. 
And through the scripture that Joshua just read, uh, you get the understanding, Wally, of how important righteousness is. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you get the understanding of that because of uh, the fact that Joshua just uh, brought up. We were doomed, completely doomed, in the fact that we could not generate the amount of righteousness in order for us to live uh, eternally. We, in and of ourselves, were doomed because our righteousness, filthy rag righteousness, did not cut it. And, you know, we needed our Savior, as we said in the introduction episode, uh, which I encourage everybody to go and listen to, uh, our Savior, we needed Him to put on righteousness as His breastplate and go to war. And, and, and we needed him to put on the helmet of salvation. We needed to put him to put on his armor to go to war and win a victory in order that God himself would bestow upon us the rights to his armor. In order that God himself, himself would impute to us his righteousness. Uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of things tonight, so I'm going to start with, with, with just you know giving a, a, this scripture, and it just it'll put us in place for where we're going. Uh, Joshua, can you read the Ephesian scripture? Amen. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having girding your waist with truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness." Amen. Amen. So, like I said, we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff tonight. And I, I wanted specifically to start with this so that we get the idea of what Paul is writing and the meaning of the armor of God, the purpose of the armor of God. Paul is writing these things, and, and this is known as the, the, the scripture for spiritual warfare. It's meant to give the reader an idea that he's supposed to put these things on in anticipation of battle. Amen. And real quick before I, uh, we go any further, the scheme of the devil here, the wiles of the devil is to hochavel amen because we're not righteous in front of God's eyes. That's, that's the main thing that the devil would use towards someone in this area. You're not righteous. There's no way that you can go in front of God Almighty. There's no way that you can enter his his uh his throne room and present your request. There's no there's nothing that you you're not worthy. And that's the scheme. That's the the trick of the enemy. Because as we're going to get into it, we're going to find out that like we said earlier that we was imputed with righteousness by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Go ahead, Wadi. I'm sorry. Uh, no, you're right. That's uh, uh, let's just make it very clear. We want to show through this podcast 
that this uh, when we say the armor of God we're not you know saying anything less than the armor that belonged to God mm. that that it shows in Isaiah the armor that he put on himself and won the victory for he now gives that to you and says I've won the right for me to for me to wear it and I also give that right to you so put on this armor and and, and, and the, there's reasons for for him wanting us to do that Wally number one it's to take our stand against the devil and his schemes and his lies you know he is gonna say uh, lies like uh, you're not righteous but it does not matter Christ won that victory for us Amen. We have the rights to wear this thing, not because we've earned it, not because our righteousness is is a breastplate, not at all. Our righteousness is a filthy rag and nothing more. But Christ's righteousness is now given to us, and He tells us, "Put it on, wear it." What it means to do that is to learn righteousness. And to guard our hearts. That's that's the scripture I want to go to now. Proverbs 4, 23. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Out of it flow the issues of life. What the proverb is saying, Joshua, Wally, with all diligence, guard your heart. Mm. Protect your heart because the issues of life, the issues meaning the most important things, right. the things that are most important to you, that's where it comes from. That's where it flows from. What's most important to you is going to come from the heart. So th- th- here's the here's the problem. The heart is wicked. What's your that? heart is, 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 is not uh, uh, governed uh, is not able to govern itself unto righteousness. It doesn't have the ability to do that. Wally, oh, wait, can no you? How? Yes, yes, sir. Can you read Wally Jeremiah seventeen nine? The heart is deceitful, above all things, and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Judah. Okay, so this is God speaking to Jeremiah. Speaking mm. through Jeremiah, he's telling. Uh, us that the the human heart is desperately wicked. Genesis desperately, without hope, mm-hmm. hopelessly wicked, doomed. So, let me explain something. There's nothing impossible for God, though. Amen. So, in order Amen. for the hopeless thing to receive hope, well, it needs to be filled with Christ. Amen. It needs to be filled with Jesus. It needs to be filled with the Word of God. So, that, in turn, brings hope to the hopeless. Go ahead, Wally. No, I'm saying you're right. That's it. Amen. So, uh, once Christ is added to the picture here, once we gain the understanding of, of, of our, our salvation, and, and, and once we gain uh, the, the faith that He gives us through His gospel, through His words, once we gain these things, Christ now tells us, okay, you now are asked to guard your heart. Mm-hmm. This wicked, desperately wicked, uh, you know what other versions say? Incurably sick. 
this incurably sick heart of yours. I'm, I'm telling you now, guide it, govern it towards righteousness. Cover it in righteousness as if with a breastplate. Uh, there's another proverb that, that shows us that this is possible. Look at, look at this proverb. Proverbs 23, verse 6. Eat thou not the bread of him that have an evil not, uh, that have an evil eye, neither desire thou his dainty meats. You you might be thinking to yourself, well, how can I stop the heart from desiring? The heart just desires. The, the heart has sort of a mind of its own and it's going to desire as it wants to. But what, what God is saying is you have the ability, Wally, to aim those desires. Mm. And either you're going to aim the desires or the desires are going to aim you. One or the other. You're going to tell your heart, uh, desire that not. Do not desire that. Uh, you're going to clothe your heart in the righteousness that God tells you to clothe it in. You're going to cover your heart in righteousness and aim it towards righteousness. Or you're going to let the heart govern you Nay. unto wickedness. The, the Bible very clearly says the, the heart being this wicked thing, the, the, if you are governed unto a wicked way of living, that's that path ultimately leads to death. When when Christ is saying, your path is not one unto death, your path is one unto eternal life, your path is one unto sanctification and glorification. That's who you're meant to be. And here's the thing, your heart wants the devil's arrows. Mm. It's got no problem with the devil sending arrows of unrighteous, wicked things. It's got no problem with it hitting it and piercing it. It's got the devil wants to hit the vital organs right. and change your life, change your destiny. The devil does not want you to be sanctified and glorified. Wally, you have something as well. Wally, just uh, a scripture came to me that's in uh, in First Peter. Think someone told, stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, your great enemy, the devil. Very good. Very he good. prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Amazing. He wants to devour. His goal, Wally, His goal. is to stop what God knows is going to happen. Mm. His goal is to put a damper on God's glorious eternal purpose, which is to bring you from the state of the wicked heart unto holiness. The thing is, Jesus Christ, when he sets out a work, when he starts a work, he finishes it. Amen. He sees it through with two. He said, he's the living word of God. And when the living word of God goes out to accomplish something, it does not come back void. Amen. Uh, so Joshua. I, I think uh, the Isaiah scripture, we opened up the program with it, you know, said it perfectly. And I just want to read it one more time. And there is no one who calls on your name, who stirs himself up to take hold of you. That's the heart of man. That's the wicked heart that we was, you know, unfortunately born with. You know, we don't want to call on the name of Jesus. You know, we can't stir ourselves up to obtain righteousness and to, you know, 
called in the name of Jesus. It's the spirit inside of us that causes us, that gives, that empowers us uh, to to call on the name of Jesus. You know, when I'm in that state of mind uh, that, you know, I'm down and I just, I, I call on the name of Jesus and Jesus reminds me with the scriptures, you're righteous. And that gives me peace. And we're going to talk about the, the whole armor and we were going to talk about the, the sword and the, the, the helmet of salvation. And when we're when we're in Jesus, that's when we can apply all these pieces, mm. you know. And and that's what that's what the, the the prophet was saying. Nobody calls on your name, nobody's stirring themselves up. It's when the Holy Spirit, when we when we uh, I guess uh, submit unto God, Very you know, good. when we submit unto God, when we submit unto the Holy Spirit, that enables us to 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 put on the full armor. Go ahead, Whitey. Go ahead, Wally. Uh, this should make a Christian joyful. That's not because of what we've done. It's because of what Jesus done. Aye. And that should make a person joyful. That should make a person not to... Like to... Josh, we don't want to call upon the name of the Lord. Our, our flesh don't want to. But by the power of the Holy Spirit, we could be joyful in that. Because we can call upon the name of the Lord. And because of what God done for us, we are righteous. How beautiful is this? Because in my sin, in my sin, he died for us. Mm -hmm. In my sin, he died him, uh, on a cross that I would obtain righteousness. Go ahead, Whitey. Right. So I just want to put things into perspective. This is how the world was. This is how the world was. There was no Jesus covenant. When Isaiah was was preaching those words, when he was prophesying those words, there was no Jesus covenant. Man was under the law, and the law was only given to one particular type of man. They were given to the Jewish nation of Israel. So all of Israel is the only people in the world with the means to try and earn salvation. And here's the thing, they try, they fail, and it's absolutely seen by God from beginning to end. They fail. Doomed. Mm. Doomed. Nobody has hope because our hearts, our wicked hearts cannot produce the righteousness required for eternal life. And so... Knowing this, God sends his one and only son Thank and you, gives us the the, the, oh, the grace that we need to say, Amen. okay, God, I need a pardon from the law, but I also need you to fulfill it so that nothing is out of place. You fulfill the law for me and give me just a pardon from the law and give me the grace that I need to be saved. Then comes the gospel that is preached through the Holy Spirit and that the power of that preaching, the power of that gospel changes the heart of man because there's nothing impossible for God. But now, guys, God asked us, God's telling us, wear the breastplate of righteousness. Guard your heart with righteousness because the devil likes liked you in your other state liked you in your wicked state and would prefer you to be on the path to death and destruction when i call you to righteousness holiness goodness glorification and eternal life if that's what god is calling to us then the christian should believe 
That's, that's what Christians are called to do. Believe God. Believe Jesus Christ. That, Joshua read it earlier. Righteousness is the quality of being morally right. But our morality is based on God. Our morality is based on Jesus. Morality means how do you define good and evil? How do you how do you judge what is good and evil? What's the bottom line? I say this is good because God. <laughs> That's the end of the answer. This is good because God. This is evil because God says so. Mm. That's that's how a Christian defines it. So now understanding that, now we understand Christ is giving us what we what we long for. The teachings of what true righteousness is. Now that we have been given this gift, this ability to understand righteousness, Christ says, do not desire wickedness. Desire what I've called you to. Nice. Desire what I've designed you for. Desire what you're meant to be. And clothe your heart. Guard your heart. Shield your heart. Aim your heart towards righteousness. Because the devil, as the prowling lion that Wally read earlier, is looking to destroy it with his lies, with his schemes, and with his temptations. He wants you off the path of righteousness by sending an arrow that says, well, to a, to a heart that will totally accept this, uh, to a, a heart that totally would be fine with this, a heart that asks, hey, can we gossip today? Can can we can we talk about this? This makes me happy, Whitey. When we gossip, it, it feels very good. But the heart is deceitful. It it's ungoverned. It's mindless. It just feels good. So the heart asks, "Can we uh, can we sin today in this way?" For I don't want to go through a list of a bunch of sins. I'm I, I don't want to say oh the alcohol and drugs. I, don't let's not push sin on other people let's try and figure out what's the devil's arrow towards us maybe it's Very pride good. maybe it's uh, maybe it's a a, a a prideful attitude towards something or, or pride in, in in general maybe it's it's something subtle like that maybe it's something we're not paying attention to but these are arrows from a crafty snake who was not going to just send a, an obvious arrow your way. He's looking to attack your heart and its desires. Right. So it's very good. It's very good because last week we talked about the, the belt of truth and we we explained how the belt works. And this is very good where you're, where you're going with this because the, the breastplate of righteousness is a piece, a defensive piece to guard our heart, to guard our heart, that there would be no... Um, uh, uh, we we said something. We had a, a Bible study a while ago. Uh, chink in the armor. Is that how it went, Whitey? Very uh, good. And we don't want there to be an open spot for an attack. Right. We don't want there we to be a weak spot. You know, we don't. And that's why God prepares us with the full armor, that there, there's no uh, armor, uh, weak spots in the armor, that we're fully protected. And this particular piece that we're talking about, the breastplate of righteousness, is protecting our hearts wally from to know that we are made righteous by jesus christ go ahead white joshua the heart is a vital organ yeah the heart if an arrow hits the heart it it, it could destroy the entire body you're done 
it can destroy the entire person so that's why the devil aims for the heart because it's wicked and deceitful anyway it wants to get hit by the arrow so it needs a governor it needs you Very to good. close it with what christ gave you it needs you to guard it aim yourself towards righteousness why because your morality says that jesus christ and his words those are righteousness those are true those are what's good and holy and that's what i want for my life because god calls me to life and life to the full and not to death not what the devil's throwing at me i wanted to get to this point now too guys the day of evil it's to take the, the purpose of the armor is to take our stand in the day of evil and that means a lot more than what we think it means first of all it's not just a singular day it's a, a day means like in the bible it means a time period wally mm. let's get one thing straight this is the last days the second Jesus went up into the clouds and told the disciples, okay, go make disciples of all nations. And then he flew up into the air and went into the clouds. That's it. Clock starts right then and there. The end of the world is began with that act. So the, the, the end days, you're living in them. Right. The days are getting more and more evil because the Bible says the end is going to get worse. The Bible shows very clearly the, the days you're living in is going to get terrible, uninhabitable for the Christian. So now you guys got to be able to take a stand, stand for righteousness in an evil world, in evil days. You got to be prepared to go to war for righteousness, for God. You got to be in God's army fighting the devil in an evil day this is to prepare us this is for our benefit jawali why do you said the perfect word to to be prepared always to be ready wally here's the thing god gives us the armor but he tells us to put it on hey, hey Very that's, that's our job very easily not not to prepare myself by simply leaving the armor on the floor and going mm -hmm. about my day by simply leaving the armor unattended to and not focusing not not learning what righteousness is not gaining the understanding of righteousness and how to guard my heart how to aim it towards righteousness how to walk in his way and told the bible there is a way uh, Joshua, in uh, Proverbs uh, 14, 12, there is a way that seems right to a man, but which ends in the way of death. Mm. Oh. See, that, uh, any other path other than righteousness, while it leads to destruction, right. leads to total destruction. So leaving the armor on the floor, leaving the armor unattended, this is not good for you. This is not beneficial towards you. This does not go well with you. So with that, I'm gonna. I want to. I know we're. I'm running a little long, so I'm. I'm gonna try and sum it up, guys. A Christian is a Christian because he believes in something. He believes that God exists, and that He rewards those who diligently seek Him. 
earnestly seek him. So the Christian is seeking reward from God because he believes that God gives rewards. He believes that ultimately, if you want something good, if you want something blessed, if you want a life to the fullest kind of experience, well, then you would have to go to God to get that. That's the giver of goodness. That's the giver of life to the full. That's what the Christian believes. So this giver of goodness, this giver of the life to the fullest, he gives us a promise in Deuteronomy 529 that has everything to do with the heart. Uh, Joshua, or Wally, can you read uh, Deuteronomy 529? Yes. Oh, that their hearts would be inclined to fear me and keep all my commandments always so that it might go well with them and their children forever. Oh, that their hearts would be inclined. That means leaned towards. Mm -hmm. That means seeking me. That means that they were, their hearts would desire. Oh, that, that, that just means how I wish, how I want for right. their hearts to be towards me. Why? Because I give them a promise. If their hearts was towards me, it would go well with them and their children forever. Eternal. Amen. Eternal life. Eternal goodness. Eternal salvation. Eternal uh, blessing. Eternal pleasure. That's when a heart is inclined towards them. Guess what? Guess what? Jesus Christ provided you the way to incline your heart away mm -hmm. from wickedness and towards righteousness. And all you got to do is put on the armor of God. Amen. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. He's offering it freely to us. And that's freely given gift, Wally. That's it. Freely given gift. And now because of that freely given gift, now your heart can be inclined towards him. He Amen. gets his, he gets his own, he gets his own that they would, he gets that realized. Why? Because Jesus won that too. Mm. Now my heart is inclined towards him. So now it will go well with me forever. Because Jesus Christ finishes the work that he sets out in me. He calls me towards righteousness and he actually helps me get there. He actually makes me holy, good righteous Amen. and he tells me this is how you do it put on the full armor of god put on the breastplate of righteousness and aim your heart towards him just before we close i wanted to make it clear so that i, I know that i said it so that i know that i was being obedient to god we might see some of the arrows that the devil sends our way as insignificant. Well, this don't matter. Everybody gossips. This don't matter. Everybody curses. This don't matter. Everybody does this. I'm a gypsy. That's what I do. Uh, this, that, that. The devil's gonna send arrows in your way that's going to cause contradictions between your gypsyism and your Christianity. The devil's gonna send arrows that cause contradictions uh, between uh, you know uh, what looks like happiness and your Christianity what looks like pleasure 
and your Christianity. He's going to do it very crafty and he's going to do it very subtly. So it, it is vitally important to guard the vital organ of the heart with the breastplate of righteousness. Aim your heart, guard it, protect it with what God has given you to protect it. Seek God and His way because that's what leads you to life. That's what protects your heart from getting stabbed and, and pierced with evil arrows. Instead, it protects it and grows it unto what it was meant to be glorified. Amen? Amen. So, Wally, how do we obtain righteousness? There's a scripture in Romans 3.21-24. But now, God has shown us a way to be made right with Him without keeping the requirements of the law, as was promised in the writings of Moses and the prophets long ago. We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone who believes. Here's the key. No matter who we are, no matter who you are, righteousness is given to you. If you truly place your faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's it. Period. There's no more after that. Nothing else. Done. That's it. So that's how we obtain righteousness. And as we go on with the, uh, the next pieces of the armor, we're going to come to the conclusion, and I'm going to say this every week until we get it. We're going to come to the conclusion that each and every piece that we talk about is Jesus Christ. So how do we put on the full armor? By staying in Christ. Whitey, that being said, uh, please, as we do every week, we want to let everyone know that we see your guys' comments. We see your guys' DMs. We're praying for all the families who are praying for their children. That God would continue to give you guys strength as we patiently wait uh, to hear uh, the, the voices of, of the, the children with autism and, and speech Amen. delay. Uh, we're keeping that in prayer. We're praying for everyone who's on the Hannah's list. That God would bless them this year with a family in Jesus' name. I pray that by the end of the year we'll hear of testimonies and we'll hear of dedications. And we'll hear of uh, how God blessed these people with uh, a family in Jesus name we're praying for everyone in the hospitals uh, that God would heal you in Jesus name we're praying for everyone guys upon that day that God would release you guys uh, from prison that God would give you guys favor and a good name in the eyes of man and God uh, Whitey that being said uh, please lift up all these prayers in Jesus name amen let's pray father we thank you father God for tonight's word father God we thank you for your Holy Spirit father God we thank you, Father God, for the imputed righteousness that you've given us, Father God. We thank you for the breastplate that you've given us, Father, for the full armor, Father God. Forgive us our sins, Father. Wash us and cleanse us. Aim us towards righteousness, Father God. We lay every prayer request and every need of the people, Father God, for healings, for, Father, for financial blessings, Father God, spiritual blessings, Father God. Whatever the needs of the people may be, Father, we lay them all at your feet, Father. And we thank you, Father God or blessing us, Father God, with a, an attentive ear, Father God. And we thank you, Father, for who you are. We lay all these prayers and needs at your feet, Father God, and we wait expectationly, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord and praise God. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seeking the Kingdom. God willing, 
we plan to have a new episode for you every Friday and every Saturday morning. Please continue to be a part of what God is doing at Kingdom of God Ministry in Miami, Florida. We kindly ask that you share this episode, describe and follow us. It would help the show to reach other people that we may further the Kingdom of God. We also ask that you keep us at the church in your daily prayers. God bless.